Good morning, guys. It's Steve from Since the Sandbox here, back with another solo episode. Lou is out in California. Yeah, last night he watched the Joe Rogan podcast live. Haven't really heard from him yet because California time's a little different, but looking forward to hear how that was today. Kev is still committed to his job at East Boston High doing the basketball team, so that's why I'm just getting to you guys. And I wasn't going to give you guys another episode this week besides the fantasy rankings, but I figured, you know, there's a lot of games on Sunday. Not not too many teams have a bye week, so why not just do who I think is going to win the game? So we're going to do some predicting and give you guys a little bit of scores. So first game Sunday is Panthers-Falcons. I do think that game will be a close game. Uh, I know it's a division game, so it might be especially a little more tough. But I think if the Falcons are the home team, you know, I, I think they could edge that one out. I wouldn't be surprised if that game's around like 21-17-ish. Um, so 21-17 Falcons. The next game on the list is the Ravens versus the Bills. And my cousin Anthony, who is a diehard Ravens fan, is attending this game. So I'm hoping the Ravens do pull it out. In my predictions, I do think the Ravens end up on top. But I don't think that this is a high-scoring game. We saw the Ravens win a low-scoring game last week versus the 49ers. And I think it's going to be uh, a lot of the similar type of game flow as it was last week. I see the Ravens winning 28-21, and Lamar is just the X factor in that game. I think it's going to be very hard to contain him. I do think he might struggle a little bit passing the ball, but I look for Ingram and Lamar to continue having their rushing success. Our next game, Bengals versus the Browns. This game, I think, is going to be closer than people think as well. It's another division game. Andy Dalton is back as the quarterback for the Bengals, so I think that already makes the team a little more competitive than it does with Ryan Finley. But the Browns have kind of been hot. I mean, I know they lost that game to the Steelers, but before that they had a little bit of a winning streak going. I know they won against Miami and just kind of having more success than they did earlier in the season. I do think the Browns win this one maybe by 10 points. I'm going to say 28-18 Browns. Next game on the list is the Washington Redskins versus the Green Bay Packers. And going to Lambeau is always a tough game, so I don't know how much success the Redskins are going to have. They did surprise me last week by handling Carolina. You know, I definitely didn't expect them to win that game, never mind by winning it by eight points. Um, but I do think the Packers should show some dominance in this game. I, I think they can easily win by 14 points. So my score prediction for this game is 28 Packers, 10 Redskins. Our next 1 o'clock game is the Broncos versus the Texans. Texans had a big win last week versus the Patriots. I expect them to continue that kind of dominance in in setting themselves aside in the AFC. They should run away with that division, but Tennessee is a close second. And we can't lose Colts out of the picture as well. They're still involved in it. Um, I do think the Broncos have been playing better I think Drew Locke is kind of maybe the guy for them next year that's something that we're going to have to see over the next couple of games I think the Texans win by a touchdown 28-21 Texans another division game for week 14 Lions versus Vikings this game I think the Lions will kind of fall behind early uh, not having their quarterback not having their running back and just their wide receiver weapons are really the only ones that are healthy I think it's going to be a struggle for them, and the Vikings are 5-0 and this season uh, at home. So I think that's that's a big stat, and I think the Vikings should win by 10 points for sure. 
I think that this score is going to be 24-14 Vikings. Now on to an extremely tough matchup. Last week when we were talking about favorable and unfavorable matchups for the fantasy playoffs, this was a game that I had to highlight. Uh, 49ers go to New Orleans and play against the Saints. I think that this is a very tough game for both quarterbacks, for both teams. Um, this is a hostile environment for Jimmy G to kind of go and have success, and I'm not saying that he can't. I just think it's going to be very hard. Uh, I think the 49ers need to establish the run early and often, set up that play action, and then start chunking the ball down to George Kittle uh, throughout the game. I do think the Saints will need to keep the 49ers defense honest. They're going to have to have Lam Murray involved. They're going to have to have Kamara involved. Michael Thomas is going to have to have eight-plus catches, and this is going to have to be a flawless game from the team that wants to win this game. Um, so I do think that the Saints end up on top. I don't think it's anything more than a field goal. I'm going to have to say that the score is 27-24 New Orleans. All right, now we're on to our best game of the week, Dolphins versus Jets. Everyone's going to be watching this game, really going to be expecting a high-scoring game. Wait, we're talking about the Dolphins and Jets? Come on, guys. We know that this is going to be one of the hardest games to watch all week. I do think that the Dolphins will tough it out. I just think that they're better coached. The Jets definitely have the more talented roster. The Dolphins have like 20 undrafted free agents on their team, and Flores is really making it work. The guys are really rallying around them. I don't expect a lot of points to be scored here. I would say that this game is 21-17 Dolphins. Our last 1 o'clock game of the week goes to lose Colts versus the Buccaneers. The Colts traveling to Tampa. I think it's going to be tough. I think Winston could put up points. We know how high-rolling, high-powered that, that whole Buccaneers offense is, especially when they can get Rojo and Peyton Baba running the ball. Um, but Godwin and Mike Evans are two receivers over 1,000 yards already to this point this year. Uh, the Colts kind of have been on a little bit of a skid. They're really banged up, but they're still in the playoff picture. They just got to win a couple of games, kind of get hot again, because they definitely were uh, around midseason the most hot team in the league. I do think that the Colts topped this one out. I think it's going to be very difficult, but their defense is going to play solid. I would say that this is a four-point victory, 24-20 Colts. And Lou, you better like that pick, kid. Now on to our 4 o'clock games. Our first game that starts at 4.05 is the Chargers and Jaguars. And both of these teams kind of been a dumpster fire to this point this season. We know the Chargers struggles earlier in the year. And we definitely know the Jaguars struggles now. They don't know who their quarterback is. They're already saying that Marone and Coughlin could be out of their jobs by the time the offseason comes around. Both of these teams with 4-8 and eight records. And I think they both disappointed there. Uh, front offices, their fan bases this year, and we definitely expect better from them next year. I do think the Chargers will get the better of this matchup just because the Jaguars are so bad against the run, and the Chargers are kind of leaning towards that direction of pounding the ball with Melvin and even in the passing game just getting a tackler. So I think those guys will both get in the end zone this week. I do think that the Chargers will pull away. I think it's going to be a six-point uh, six victory. I think the score is going to be 27-21 Chargers. Another 425 game we have this week is the Steelers versus the Cardinals. Steelers going West Coast all the way to Arizona. I think that is going to be a tough game for both teams. Uh, Kyler Murray definitely showed a lot of success early on in, in the season. Now it seems that he's kind of having some struggles, and the Steelers defense has been playing pretty well. I do think Tomlin is the better coach between the two guys, uh, Tomlin at Kingsbury. 
And not that they have the better quarterback, but their defense has just kind of been holding it down. I think the Steelers will edge this one out, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I'm going to say 21-20 Steelers. Now on to everyone's mostly favorite game this week, the Chiefs versus the Patriots. Chiefs coming off a big win versus the Raiders last week, and the Pats had a down week last week versus the Texans. Pats have won 18 consecutive home games, so I look for that to continue. I do think the Patriots offense is going to have to put up some points to kind of stay with Mahomes and his high-powered offense. I do think Belichick will probably outcoach Andy Reid as well. I'm going to say that the Patriots win this game 30-28. Our last 4 o'clock game starts at 425, Titans-Raiders. I do think that this is another tough game, and both of these teams know what's at stake as far as the AFC playoff picture goes, because both of these guys could very much get in, um, but I don't see both of these teams getting in. So this game is going to be very important for both of these teams. I think the Raiders will win at home. Derek Carr is 7-1 and one in his last eight home games, and he has played bad on the road recently. Look for him to bounce back. I do think if this game was in Tennessee, could be a little bit different, but I see the Raiders winning this game 28-24. Now on to some Monday night football action. Seattle goes to L.A. to play the Rams. Uh, Seattle has been a team that's won more games on the road this year than at home, and that's very surprising to hear for a Seahawks team that has been so home dominant over the past couple of years. I do expect the Seahawks to take the edge of this game and kind of continue their hot streak, and Russell Wilson has been the MVP to this point. So like I said, I look for that to continue. I think Seattle wins by a decent margin, but I do think the Rams give them a tough game at first. I think that first half is going to be very competitive. I think we're going to see Donald get loose. Ramsey's going to be talking his trash all game, and we know that Bobby Wagner is going to be playing tough for that Seattle defense to try and keep Gurley contained. So I think Seattle edges the Rams 34-24, Seattle on the road. And on to our Monday night game, my favorite game of the week. Eli coming back to play for the Giants on the road versus the Eagles. I do think that the Giants have a good chance of kind of rallying around Eli and kind of letting him go out on on a good note because I don't think that he has the chance to be under contract for the New York Giants next year unless it is a backup position, which I don't see him just kind of settling for. Um, But Eli does have a 500 record on his career, so it would be really nice to just see a couple of games above 500. I do, like I said in a previous podcast, I do think EY is a Hall of Famer. So that would just kind of help solidify it. I mean, I know a 500 record isn't too shabby, but it definitely helps EY's cause of beating the Patriots in two Super Bowls and playing outstanding, having a couple of fantastic throws. I actually want to say that the Giants win this game, but try and give you guys accurate predictions. I think the Eagles will actually win this game going to say 24-20 Eagles. But that's all the games for week 14. I wish you guys the best of luck in your fantasy playoffs. If you have the bye week like me in a couple of leagues, then we're just sitting pretty letting our team get healthy. Uh, Next week, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of content back with Lou and Kev. So make sure you guys tune in. Let me know how I did on my solo episodes. I figured I'd give you guys some quick 10-minute audio just to kind of get your Sundays starting in the right direction and Like I said, best of luck since the sandbox, baby. Booyah.